This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And while you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions Questions you want to hear on upcoming shows, questions you've had about today's shows, or even to set up virtual or face-to-face meetings. So as we get at this today, folks, after months of continued economic anxiety thanks to the coronavirus pandemic, with uncertainty that could possibly continue for the next several months, it may be the perfect time to conduct a financial checkup. A thorough examination of your finances may help you weather the current economy and position yourself to thrive when the financial landscape improves. But before we get into that discussion, the discussion about what a financial checkup looks like, I'd like to introduce the always incredible co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Wait, what, me? Wow. You, you're always incredible. Wow, that's awesome. AI, that's Tony awesome. Shore. Yeah, they call me Dr. Incredible. <laughs> they don't. They don't. You uh, have a degree in Incredible. <laughs> well, I'm doing great. Uh, and uh, as you alluded to, you know, these last few months have been extremely challenging for a lot of folks. But that said, I've had a great week, had a long weekend, so I'm feeling pretty good. Spent some time with the fam. How about you? Oh, uh, same. Uh, we've the schedules that have changed in for me in a way have changed my in what the time I get with everybody for my family the to the better you know, my son's home remote for school which is I know a bummer for him but it's great having lunch with them every day yeah. and uh, my my daughter's a, you know remote a couple days they have a hybrid model um, and you know my wife and I her hours have changed a little bit so we all get a little bit more time together which is great I, I look forward for them to be able to return to, to their normal life but my normal life is better with the new schedule for now um, so I'm happy with that and uh, just you know came off a nice holiday weekend got to get out on the ocean for a little bit and be outside nice. do all those things that we like to do so um, couldn't be couldn't be better right now, Tony. Thanks for asking. Well, yeah, that's great. And, you know, it has been challenging for a lot of people, which makes this a good time to look at our financial strategies. And to me, the only thing we really know about what's coming in the next few months is that we don't know what's coming in the next few months, right? <laughs> it's true. And it's a great way to put it. But, you know, kind of, I, I know I've beaten this up a few times during this whole thing, but we talk about uncertain times and I keep making the statement that uh, when was it certain? You know, when <laughs> yeah. did we always these know? uncertain times? Yeah. When did we always know what was going to happen tomorrow? Besides for my never ending belief that tomorrow's the, the sun's going to come up again. Right. I don't know besides that what's going to happen tomorrow. 
and I don't even know that for sure. You just have to have this belief that things are going to work out with the right things in mind. Now, and so I, I don't want the concept of some things are going to make everything certain, but there's definitely been a higher degree of that for more people entering into their, into their schemata, if you will, that there's just that piece of their everyday life that they maybe just had on autopilot all of a sudden isn't there. Now, we can we certainly can't build a financial strategy that has all the answers, but we can each aim to build a financial strategy that positions us to handle chaos, change, and as you said, the unknown. That's why we're always doing this planning thing is to plan for as much plan for the unknown, right? right. It sounds silly, but that? But, you, you know, we can't make you can't make a plan out of chaos theory, but you can make guesses as to what might happen. And that's really this uncertainty that we keep talking about. It's just that we we always were guessing at what might happen tomorrow, but we weren't really planning for it. And I think that's this is forcing a lot more people to do that. So a recent Business Insider article, 10 Steps for Successfully Completing Your Next Financial Checkup, it presents several great pieces of advice. A great way to get your financial checkup started is to take a close look at your monthly spending habits. Now, you may be going out less, you know, for dinner, drinks, or taking a fewer movies, ball games. You may still find some surprises if you take an in-depth look at your expenses. What do you think you're spending on Netflix? Maybe music streaming services or other regular subscriptions. Those fees can add up pretty quickly. Let's, let's say you have two subscription services for a total of $30 a month. It may not seem like a lot of money, but over the course of the year, that $30 becomes $360. Well, yeah, and even 360, that can sneak up on people, but I think a lot of us have way more than two subscriptions. Uh, I know uh, I'm guilty of that. Our, my family, I don't even know how many subscription services or streaming services we have right now. It's a lot more than two. It's probably closer to six. And are we really using all of them? And I think this is happening to more and more people as they're home more because of COVID and more and more people are cutting the cord with traditional cable and going to subscription streaming services. Yeah. And I think that's exactly right. In reality, when you and your kids are in for some people, the grandkids are spending more time at home that they're probably, there's probably nothing wrong with adding a couple of new subscriptions to your entertainment options. But as we look ahead to the fall, winter, we cross our fingers in the hope that life's going to return to a little bit more of a sense of normalcy. You may want to scale those subscriptions back a little bit so you can more comfortably add, you know, going into the movies or Dave and Buster's to your budget, something like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, you know, after a few months of semi-lockdown, Dave and Buster's is actually sounding pretty good right now, <laughs> uh, believe it or not, or any place that would sell pizza. Uh, yes. But I think people can sometimes forget that you can bounce between your streaming services, subscribe to Netflix for a few months, watch everything you're interested in, then cancel it, uh, but then add Hulu and repeat the process uh, because no contracts means more options. Yeah, that's a great point. And real quick on that is this isn't like that horrendous gym membership. You can cancel Netflix and they're not going to put you in the room with the manager for three hours, you know, try to get you to cancel that thing. And so some of these subscriptions, listen, when you're done with it, get rid of it. You don't have to pay it for the rest of the year just because you signed up for a little while. Now you can you can watch those shows you wanted to see and get rid of that expense out of your life. Um, you know, so next thing that crunch some numbers on your debt. This could be especially important if your hours have been reduced, you lost your job entirely, or for any other reason, you have less money coming in now than you did before the pandemic. Now, think about that. If you got rid of 
two subscriptions that add up to $30, uh, that's $360 a year. That's some money you can be chunking off of some of your debt. The best way you could do uh, to do this, make good old fashioned lists, you know, put together a detailed list of all your debts, pay some special attention to your interest rates. Your list should include credit cards, student loans, car loans, mortgages, any other significant debts. If money's tight, you also may be able to reach out you know, to your lenders, make arrangements before you miss payments. And that last thing, student loans are another place you may be able to reduce your payment thanks to income-based payment plans. And if you have extra money that you could use to pay down debt, make sure you prioritize where that money's going. Well, yeah, there you go. You've got to prioritize your spending and all of your money. That's great advice. Um, so priorities are obviously important. Where should we focus, though, when we're making a list of our priorities? Uh, great question. You uh, Focus first, I think, especially things like high interest credit cards is a great place to start. Uh, if you're considering refinancing your mortgage, your auto loan, Double check you'll be saving enough money each month to justify the various refinancing fees because you know, some a good agent will sh will tell you what those break even points are so you don't make that bad decision. But it's you know it's a it's a good idea to make sure you're it, it's going to make sense not just because it sounds like a better deal that but that it actually is a better deal on paper. Sure. And if our listeners out there have any questions or they want to set up that complimentary consultation, no cost, no obligation that you're offering to our listeners, how do they do that? Well, they give us a call, 800-339-9252, or they visit us online at compass-ltd.com. And I'll tell you, you know, for our managed clients, these are the things, these are questions we answer for them every time. They don't have to sit down and do this work. We're doing this work with them and for them throughout the year. We're going over this stuff every year at their annual review for their plan and the plan updates. These are the kind of things that if you're working with a qualified and a, you know a comprehensive financial professional they should be going over with you anyhow if you're if, if you don't have somebody that's doing that for you reach out uh, give us a call if it works out working with us great if not we might be able to even point you to somebody if you wanted to sit down face to face that's closer to you if you know virtual meetings aren't, aren't your cup of tea we probably know someone around your section of the country that could do the same job for you all right and this has been a great conversation so far and Matt, you've been looking at the wisdom of doing a financial checkup to make sure that our finances are on the proper course for today and for the future. Now, what would you like to discuss next? Yeah, the, ne the next tip I want to talk about is uh, replenish your emergency fund. Uh, I talk about emergency funds all the time. I think there's very good strategies to have in place at different stages of your life. Uh, if we've learned nothing else during the last handful of months, we've learned how important it is to have some money set aside to cover your bills, your expenses, if you temporarily lose your income. A lot of financial experts recommend sucking away at least six months of expenses. And I think that, again, that can fluctuate depending on what part of your life you're in. That's one of those things you want to talk to your financial advisor about, your planner about what, where is that going to be? Where's that sweet spot for your particular situation? And for a lot of people, that's a really tall order, putting six months of expenses away. But it's certainly something that's worth striving for. If we all made the right decisions, some of these things wouldn't be as uh, dangerous. Some of these situations wouldn't feel as scary to everybody. And I don't mean to be busting on anybody right now, but I know personally people who have uh, gotten unemployed during this period of time and them, their kids who are making more unemployed than they were working. And yet 
They didn't manage to put any of that money away or chip away anything at their debt. That's bad habits. So working towards making some of these right decisions can make a huge difference in your life. Knowing some that you have some money put away if things get tough, it provides you with more peace of mind, may help you stay away from taking on more long-term debt to cover those bills. And remember, once you've used part of your emergency fund, you should really make it a high priority to replenish it as soon as possible. Now, if you're one of those people that's been able to make an emergency fund, chances are you're going to be able to have that mindset to get it put back to where it was. If you're one of those people who got more money during this whole crisis and haven't figured out a way to either save a little bit more or pay down some of the other stuff that was going on in your life, please seek out some financial help. This is definitely something you want to get a grasp on, you want to get a grip on, and having that emergency fund can really make a huge difference at every stage of your financial life. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about the value of an emergency fund in the past on previous episodes, Matt, but I think it's one of those things that you cannot overemphasize enough. Uh, what do you have next for us? How about uh, closely examine how much you're spending on your various insurance products? So maybe your habits have changed during the last several months. You may be able to save a few bucks when it comes to things like home auto insurance. As the Business Insider article notes, if you're working from home, you're driving a lot less, you may be able to qualify for a low mileage discount. In fact, depending on your company, you may be able to save around 40% if you use that company's tracking service. My my home or my uh, home insurance and my uh, auto insurance, they both, I, I'm actually super impressed with them, sent us some money back and reduced our premiums on their own. Uh, that I wouldn't expect that from every company. Super happy that mine did that. So if yours hasn't done that, look into it. There might also be other auto insurance discounts you're not even aware of. It might definitely be worth giving your agent a call. Sometimes you get a break in your premium if you enroll in a defensive driving class. Uh, it's not like the one you see in the bodyguard where you learn to do really cool burnouts and limos <laughs> or anything. But it's a way. I'm not good Jason way. Statham or anything. <laughs> yeah. So, but chances are they'll be happy to work with you uh, and help you find some good options. Well, and that's great advice. So what are some potential money saving options when it comes to home insurance? Uh, there's potentially some good news there too. Your insurance company may be willing to reduce your monthly bill if you make home improvements that better defend your property from storm damage, or even if you're willing to increase your deductible. Uh, insurance is a competitive industry. Got to remember that. So many companies and agencies are going to be willing to explore options with you in an effort to keep your business. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. I never thought about home insurance also doing that. Mine didn't. My car company like yours, my auto insurance company did all on their own reduce our insurance during this time. Uh, but our homeowners insurance company did not. So I need to, yeah. we have two separate. We should probably combine them to save some money, but you're right. Uh, that is a good thing to look at, but couldn't an increase in deductible be a risky play in case you're required to submit a claim? That's a great point. And what you mentioned, mine are put together. So I think that's probably why I got the, the deductions in both, but, um, the, the deductible question, raising your deductible in exchange for a lower monthly fee, is probably only a good idea if you have enough cash on hand to make up the difference. So much of budgeting comes down to striking the right balance when it comes to budgeting and taking a financial checkup. Uh, this is, listen, 
It's not just savings. It's not just paying down things. There's, I see so much. I, you, it's, it's inevitable that you're going to hear a show when maybe even like mine, right? Maybe you just stumble across it. Maybe you hear it uh, uh, on a radio. Maybe you hear, you stumble across a link and you listen to the podcast because you've heard that Tony Shore is the co-host. Who knows the reason you listen to the show? Huge drop. Huge drop. You'll hear, you hear so many different things. Now there's one big syndicated show that's talking about, you know, no debt, no debt. You got to live with no debt. And, and I heard, I I was just listening every now and then I want to hear advice other people give people. And I was listening to this one and they, this 19 year old, 21, 21 year old kid had just inherited a hundred thousand dollars from his grandfather. And he said, and he asked the person, what should I be doing with this? And they gave him all this great advice. And the, a big part of it was pay down all this debt. Don't take on any other debt and say that, and don't spend, don't, you know, don't spend this on frivolous things or anything else. Now, you got to remember spending is also part of your budget, right? You have to build some of that into life. If all you're doing, if you're paying for your car so that you can go to work, you're not getting anywhere. Right? So we have to find this balance. Um, Raising a, a generation, a financial generation of people who are scared to spend any money on something, I think is really raising a generation of financial serial killers. Uh, it's kind of dangerous to me. At some point, you have to have a relief valve, especially when things get a little crazy. So, yes, you need to you need to include some extra things. And don't get me wrong. I believe you should pay your debt down, but pay it down smart. And don't be afraid to carry some if they're, if you're paying less than you're earning somewhere else. So as long as you can be smart about it. Now, when it comes to budgeting and that financial checkup, how about also maybe checking your credit report? When you know your credit score, you understand your credit report, you have some real financial power. There's three primary credit bureaus that can supply you with your credit report. It's Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. They even supply your credit info to other people sometimes by accident. So uh, previously, you could get a free copy of your credit report once per year by visiting freecreditreport.com. But as uh, that Business Insider article I talked about before noted, because of the pandemic, you can get a free copy of your credit report every week through April 2021. As you look at your report, keep a keen eye on any potential mistakes or suspicious activity because those could be clues that you've been hit by identity theft. Yeah, and uh, that credit report can also provide you with a blueprint for improving your overall credit status. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. It's going to clearly show you how not missing payments or not pushing your balances too high can improve your overall score. And when your credit score is healthy, you obviously have more financial options when it comes to major purchases, refinancing. A good credit score doesn't just affect the so-called big ticket items either. Having a good credit score can make it much easier to secure a credit card with more favorable interest rates, rent an apartment, turn on utilities, buy a cell phone. And again, like I said before, if you can secure a really low rate loan because you're good at paying your bills, you know, you've done well at that task, all of a sudden, instead of you know, paying, paying down these high interest rates, you have a low interest rate on a loan. Now that means some of that other cash can be invested in places where it's going to earn more money. You have a chance of actually building wealth instead of just paying off debt. And so it's, uh, there's a lot of things you can employ, but doing nothing about is obviously going to yield nothing results. Um, working with somebody, taking any of these positive steps, great way to get some of this underway and get some of this stuff done. Right. Uh, Good to know. And before we chat more about how to complete a financial checkup, let's take another quick break to let our listeners know if they have any questions, how they can get a hold of you, 
and how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you. Sure. You can uh, call us 800-339-9252. If calling is in your cup of tea, give us a, a, hit us up on, on the internet. It's compass-ltd.com. You can request a meeting right through there. We can meet online. We can meet on the phone. We can meet in person. Well, be careful about everything. Uh, We want to make sure everybody's safe and uh, nobody gets sick for any unnecessary reasons, but we have a way to make sure that there's something that we can do for everyone, whatever works best for your particular situation so that we can help you work on your particular situation. That's awesome. And today we're talking about why the current economy might be the perfect time to get a financial checkup. What do you have next for us? Uh, The next thing I want to talk about, I think we should uh, focus specifically on retirement. There was a U.S. News and World Report article and they titled it Retirement Planning Mistakes to Avoid During Coronavirus, um, which is must be incredible. I mean, <laughs> that they had this ready. Right. That's not, that's not going to fuel any conspiracy theories. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> but it's got some good reminders. Sure. These are things, these are good mistakes to avoid, pro- you know, maybe pretty much any time. But, you know, when during a period when the news is full of stories about economic chaos and depending on which way you turn your head or what you're listening to, that could be all the time. But it can be easy for some people to make overly emotional financial decisions, which I can tell you is something that happens all the time. But if you closely examine your retirement strategy, you may just find that outside of a few minor adjustments here and there, your best course of action is probably to just stick with it. Yep. There you go. Stay the course. It's probably reasonable to assume that the economic uncertainty of the last few months has a lot of people out there concerned about their retirement. So what do you have first for us? Well, one of the things the article brings up is that, and you see it around, is it's when it really caught the eye, uh, is not turning off automatic contributions to things like your 401k. Uh, if you're having money taken out of your paycheck and funneled into a retirement account, it may be tempting to keep that money in your paycheck, at least for a while, but taking a break from your retirement savings can imperil your retirement goals. For example, you may tell yourself that you'll keep that money in your check for just six months, but then that six months can easily turn into another six months and so forth. If here's here's the best piece of advice I can think of in this. And I hearken back to what I said earlier in the show, which is I believe tomorrow the sun's going to rise again. No way I can absolutely prove that's going to happen. But at some point we're going to get through this. Now, what's the worst case scenario? The sun doesn't rise tomorrow, right? Maybe we don't get through this and things go horrible. In which case it doesn't matter how much money you have in your 401k. It doesn't matter how much money you have in your retirement account. But if like we always have as humanity, we continue to move forward, it is going to matter. So if you make some short-term mistakes right now, it will definitely affect your future. Uh, Whereas if you kind of bank on the fact that with history as our guide, knowing that things have come back, knowing that we work through these things, you have a much greater chance at having that long-term success. You've been working so far and so hard up until this point for. Well, right. And adjust your strategy as needed, but don't lose sight of your big goals. I think that's logical and great advice once again. Well, it's great to talk to somebody besides my kids who think I'm logical. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding. You know, I just said how much I can't believe somebody could look at you and and think uh, superhero, but uh, yeah, your kids love you. 
<laughs> well, okay. So speaking of kids and, and, and superhero kind of stuff, how, how about another piece of great advice from that sure. article from the U.S. News and World Report? It's being very cautious when it comes to taking money out of your 401k. Now, I, this is still, again, nothing new. As the article notes, before turning 59 and a half, you historically were hit with a 10% penalty for an early withdrawal. However, as the article explains, as we talked about in some previous shows, the recently passed CARES Act waives that penalty on money up to $100,000 if the money is withdrawn for coronavirus-related reasons. But just because you can doesn't mean you should. There is a place where this is, I think, one of those. There's a place maybe for taking money out of your 401k, but this is one of those ones where I think working with a financial services professional may be really, really helpful. In a stressful, chaotic economic climate, it can be easy for anybody to make rash decisions. So when it comes to our finances, rash decisions can often lead to serious strategic mistakes. A financial services professional has probably seen all of this before and will be able to calm your nerves, assess your overall strategy, and really help you make any needed adjustments. Yeah, and that's huge right there. Uh, obviously, that's what we're looking for. And regular listeners of the show know that we've always been strong advocates for working with a financial professional like yourself, Matt. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, what do you have for us next? The next idea to be aware of are the dangers of reverting to cash. And this is probably another great place to emphasize the importance of working with a financial services professional. In times of volatility, which are technically most times, uh, it may be tempting to pull your money out of your investments and hang on to the cash, but ultimately, is that the best strategy? A financial services professional will be able to work with you on your budget, your goals, allocations, risk tolerance, in an effort to help you find solutions that work for you right now and into the future. Right. Uh, so if times are a little tight for some of our listeners out there, what can they do to better protect their retirement? So when it comes to retirement in the midst of extreme economic uncertainty, you may need to remain flexible. And we, if you decided two years ago that you'd like to retire in October 2020, your various retirement account balances may look a lot different than you were anticipating. There's a good chance they look better than you were anticipating after the last couple of years. But bumping your retirement forward six months or a year may give your portfolio more room to regain its footing or maybe, you know, find that balance you were looking for earlier in this year. Right. Well, there you go. Uh, but I'm curious about something. You've talked a lot today about both financial strategies and retirement strategies. But if somebody's listening to this and they don't have a retirement strategy in place, they shouldn't wait until the economy writes itself whenever that may be, correct? Well, I, yeah, any time's a good time for a strategy. If you don't have a retirement strategy right now, if you don't have a financial strategy right now, do some research, find an experienced financial services professional you feel comfortable with, someone you trust, uh, get someone you know you can work with. Because this isn't going to be, if your financial services professional is recommending one product and you're never going to see them again, or they have, hey, this is what you can do to make a ton of money in the next three months, and that's probably going to, this should be a long term relationship. If you're, if we're talking about retirement, we're talking about a process, right? So it's not going to be done in a day. It's not going to be done at a second meeting. This is going to be a lifetime or a long relationship. Talk to a couple people, find somebody you work with. It's not to say that you have to work with that person forever, but it shouldn't be 
built around one event here. Uh, get together with them. Build that strategy that addresses your retirement as well as what you need right now. You know, Talk to somebody that's not going to just put you in their box. The only box they should be putting you in is you need to have a plan. After that, that plan is, you know, you don't want a plan to fail. What sense does that make? If, if you go to a planner and this is what you want, they say, well, it's going to fail. And you're like, oh, I want to do it anyway. Don't be surprised if they don't want to work with you. Right. But um, if you go to a, it would be the same thing as somebody going and they're like, oh, we're going to make you rich in three weeks. You probably don't want to work with them. Uh, it, once you have that strategy in place, you could discover you're going to feel less anxiety, more confidence about your economic future. Now, again, don't you you don't have to go and this is the way we do it and this is the way you have to do it. You want to be unless it's we're just we're only going to work when we're working on planning to succeed. And as think as long as you have that mindset and you find the right person that's going to help you do those things, you're going to vastly increase your chances of having not only a comfortable financial and economic now, but a comfortable financial economic future. Yeah, and I think that's huge, obviously. Well, we're out of time for today's show. This has been a great discussion. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, it, it, we, I talk, we, you know, we allude to sitting down with these financial services professionals. Uh, we do this. We offer the first initial consultation, complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation. If you want to sit down with somebody who's not going to tell you the only way to get things done, who's going to help you work on both your savings plan, your debt reduction plan, and your spending plan, give us a ring. 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Thank you so much, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.